This is the Ryder and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yegg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. It took everything for me to not watch Paddington 2 on the flight home from Mexico. But I didn't want to be judged by strangers around me. As being like, oh, it's almost like Disney adult vibes, hey? Well, that's exactly it, is... (laughs) I was like, I've heard really good things about this movie, but is it strange if a mid-30s woman is Is watching Paddington 2? Crying uncontrollably (laughs) in her seat? Okay, speaking of crying uncontrollably on a plane, one time my girlfriends and I went to Vegas, Mm -hmm. and the drunkest we got, the wildest we got, was on the flight home. It was a red-eye flight back to Edmonton, and we got cut off on the plane from drinking too much. I started like getting drinks for the guy beside me who was on a business flight to Edmonton to go have like a serious meeting. Got him hammered. They cut us off. I opened my duty free and started pouring that in, like, which is illegal, by the way. Yeah. I look over and one of my girlfriends is watching like one of the saddest movies ever and sobbing uncontrollably out loud because she's also like been into the wine. This is a red-eye flight where usually it's so quiet. Just a bunch of losers. Oh, yeah. We got McDonald's on the way home from the airport because it was like going to the bar. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm curious if anyone has watched something on a plane, no shame, or you saw someone else watching something and you're like, whoa, like that is brave because other people are going to see it over your shoulder. Yeah, I would have felt that. You would have been more judged for your opening of your bottle and getting hammered than watching Paddington. So I think you got to like worry a little bit less about the decisions you're making now. Mm. You know? Yeah, now I regret it because I have heard I can never find Paddington 2 anywhere, but it was on like the WestJet <laughs> options. And I was like, hmm. I've also heard it's great. I know. Yeah. I've got some of the different names. For Family Day, because it's not called Family Day all over the country, but most of the country does celebrate it and gets it as a stat holiday. I mean, I know yesterday was President's Day in the States. That was a great example of what we're talking about okay, here. But perfect. there's some pretty crafty names that other areas of the country uh, call it. So we have a prize attached to this mm-hmm. little quiz. You can win Avril Lavigne ticket. She's going to be here in September. So all you have to do right now is text in a number between zero and five. And everyone that's right on the amount of answers I get correct qualified to win those tickets. Okay. So it's pretty much a true or false game. Okay. Let's see how you do. In Prince Edward Island, they call it Hug Your Grandma Day. True or false? False. Yeah, that's correct. Every day is Hug Your Grandma Day. That's how I knew. That's how I knew. It's actually called Islander Day. Okay. There, which I thought was interesting. Uh, Next up. One of the most interesting ones in Nova Scotia, they call it Garlic Burp Day, uh, celebrating the province's close economic ties to the lobster industry. Garlic Burp Day in Nova Scotia. What do you think? False. Yeah. You're right again. Why would it be Garlic Burp Day if it's celebrating lobster? Because garlic butter burps? No. That's wrong. I'm smarter than that. Okay, continue. Fine. In the Yukon, they call it Gold Miners and Goats Day. They celebrate the gold mining industry, and there are a lot of goats there. True. That's incorrect. Oh, Got you. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're the worst. Sorry.
Uh, yeah, I don't even know if there are a lot of goats <sighs> Me there. Me neither. I just That's thought right. it had a nice ring to Gold Miners and Goats Day. Well, I thought maybe you meant like maybe they have two different days. Like it's both celebrating like, you know, it's like, you know, how, like National Pancake Day is also National like Hangnail Day, you know? Gross combo. That's what I mean. They're not combined. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Ugh. I'm so mad. I was so pumped to get five out of five. So, so they just call it Yukon Heritage Day. Whatever. Okay. And by the way, Nova Scotia also calls it Heritage Day. Can someone find out if they have a lot of goats? Thank you. In Corner Brook, Newfoundland, which is just a specific area of Newfoundland. Okay. They call it the unnamed civic holiday. True or false? True. Yeah, that's right. All right. So yesterday to us, it was family day. Across Canada, they call it something different, different potentially. In, in Cornerbrook, it's unnamed civic holiday. They're just waiting for something cool to happen. You no, know, maybe they just don't have a lot of family members there. No, but you, like you get somebody from Cornerbrook mm-hmm. who like becomes an all-star NHL player. Mm. Hey, you got a free day that you could name it after. You know what I mean? I love that. It's kind of cool. And uh, you've gotten three out of four so far. Mm-hmm. The final one is in Manitoba. Lionel Richie Day is what <laughs> it's called there. True or false? False. I know Lionel Richie through and through. Big Commodores fan. It was my my parents' wedding song was a Lionel Richie song. Truly. So it's actually Louis Riel Day in yeah. Manitoba. Mm-hmm. And when I was reading through them, you I read, read it, it as Lionel Richie. <laughs> That's what I went with that one. That's great. Okay, so are we done? Yeah, you got four out of five right. Congratulations. That's not bad. That's still a pass. Let's hope we don't get hit by a satellite tomorrow. I mean, I'm almost ready. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> there is a certain satellite that's expected to re-enter on Earth and largely burn up in Earth's atmosphere tomorrow morning around 6 a.m. That might be Eastern time. So what's that for us? That's What time is it, sorry? 6 a.m. Eastern time would be like 4 4 a.m. our time. And so this European Space Agency satellite has been up there for a while. Am I going to look into what it's doing? No, it's none of my business. It's not even on this planet. What do I care? I actually try to go out of my way to not know what's happening out in space because it just scares me. Can I be honest? Sure. I've kind of zoned out. Ever since you said satellite dish, I just keep <laughs> thinking of the big satellite dish in my backyard and how... Your dad made you go up on the roof to move it we'd to have get to channels. Move it, yeah, Fridays Without Borders on Showcase he used to pick that up. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah, that's where my mind was. No, this anyway, is... Anyway, are we going to die? Okay, so I don't think so. Okay, good. But it's, it is a 5,000 pound satellite. So oh, we're hoping... Big girl. Yeah, it, we're hoping it burns up. And there's just like little pieces of shrapnel that fall onto Earth and hopefully just like in the ocean or something, right? Like that's the goal. Yeah, except for the fish, the sharks. They're fine. And the whales, okay. Here's the chances of you getting hit by said shrapnel. A person being injured by space debris every year. The chance of it, less than one in 100 billion, which is about 1.5 million times lower than the risk of being killed in an accident at home, according to the agency. So, whew. We can all sleep good looks tonight. Like, looks like we're good. <laughs> I binged watched probably, I don't know, five episodes of Love is Blind yesterday. You jumped in for uh, some of the action. This is about the fourth season of this, maybe fifth. I think it's season six. Okay. The concept is, uh, for those that don't watch absolute trashy TV, they have people <laughs> go into these pods and pretty much speed date each other. 
and form bonds and relationships without being able to see what the other person looks like. And then the only way they can end up getting what seems to be a free wedding and like free ring honeymoon. Mm -hmm. They have to get engaged through the wall, still not knowing what the other person looks like. Mm -hmm. And then they do this big reveal where they open a door and then they have to like walk and meet each other in the middle of a runway. Yeah. And that's their first interaction as an engaged couple. I think they should even go one step further and start mixing in like straight up warlocks. Yeah, like a guy who smokes six packs of cigarettes a day. Yeah, is 63. <laughs> You're not allowed to... You can't know sit, their age. Right. Has you, a pet snake around his neck. Yeah. Now there's a reveal. One of my favorite trends on TikTok <laughs> right now is the parents that bring their kids into the bathroom and say, listen, this is a safe space to swear you can only swear in this room and just right now just let it all out i'm just giving you a chance yeah. to get it out and then they leave them and like <laughs> record their reaction and the kids like don't know what to do and they some it. are just twisted right up just been waiting for this moment and unravel with an unleash of swear words. yeah i sent a video to Ryder yesterday and as soon as her mom left the bathroom she just double middle fingers to the camera it is so yeah, like good. stone cold style <laughs> so good <laughs> yeah i saw a few of them that were uh that were pretty funny it reminded me of a conversation i had with my daughter when she would have been probably five mm -hmm. and i said what are you most excited about about like growing up getting older and she said drinking wine and swearing <laughs> Say, all right, cool. <laughs> Here's another list of seven somethings. It's Ryder and Lisa's top seven at seven. Today we're counting down the top seven things you pack and never use on vacation. Now I uh, use the internet to help me get the actual list. So I figured the things that I have to suggest maybe don't resonate with everyone. Yeah, that's fair. Like the Bluetooth speaker I pack. Yeah, a lot of people use it. Depending on where you're going, right? Mm. And if you listen to music like while in your room, yeah, it's a great thing to have. So I knew that mine, my story wasn't everybody's story, right? So I went and did a little digging. An honorable mention that didn't quite make the list was resistance bands. They're super easy to pack, and you can, like, work out in your room with them. But You're not going to do that. You don't do that. No, you don't. And uh, as you mentioned, the five extra pairs of undies you pack for reasons unknown. Mm -hmm. The just-in-case. The ju just-in-case. Yeah, the just-in-cases. At number seven, we have uh, gadgets like portable fans. Little crafty things that you keep around your house because you're like, you know what? This would be good for vacation, yeah, maybe. This might feel nice on my face when I'm sweating. You won't use it. After you look at it for like nine years straight in your junk drawer, you're like, oh, you know what I'm going to take? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're not going to use it. At number six, travel guides and books. And the main reason is just with internet. And it's just more and more accessible around the world now than it ever has been. Now, does that include like reading books? Because also something I always pack, and I'm like, I'm going to sit and I'm going to read. Nope, didn't open it. Uh, I mean, I don't know if travel guides and books yet. Yeah, let's count it. Let's count it. Put it in the list. Yep. At number five, games uh, like Uno, for example. Guess what? I successfully went all week mm. without having to play any games. And I call that a successful vacation because my friend Liz kept going, I have Uno. <laughs> and just nobody would say anything. I would like turn my back to her and just sip my margarita and pretend I couldn't hear her. 
<laughs> At number four is travel pillows. People haul them around. They hook them to their uh, carry-on. They set it on the floor of the airport, Ew. which is disgusting. Somebody changed their baby right there. You got kid dumps on your neck pillow. You don't even use it. You put it on for about two seconds, and you're like, well, I'm more uncomfortable now. Yeah, number three, travel-sized toiletries. Okay, we yeah. all think we need them. You load up at shoppers before you go. They're overpriced. You they have, have seven, them. Yeah, they have everything. Most hotels, you're covered. Or you just use the bar of soap that's in there and go to town. I actually stopped packing my good face wash because I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, just use just tequila. Use soap. At number two, a first aid kit. Probably mm. a good thing to still pack. If you know how to use most things in it. Okay, I don't know if it's because I just have zero motherly instincts, but I didn't even think to pack anything for... Like a Band-Aid? Injuries. Yeah, see, that's kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. You should probably pack some of that, but people often don't use it, thankfully. And number one for the top seven things you pack and never use on vacation, uncomfy shoes. It's the landslide, the number one answer online. And it's like you bring... That extra pair that you're like, oh, maybe if I'm feeling fancy. I'll wear these. No, like even with the fanciest dress, if I'm on vacation, flip-flops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there it is. Uncomfy shoes. Just don't pack them. Did a little digging and tracked down the top five things that you pack but don't actually use when you go on vacation. At number five, games. Uh, Like Uno, for example. Guess what? I successfully went all week mm. without having to play any games. And I call that a successful vacation because my friend Liz kept going, I have Uno. <laughs> and just I nobody would say anything. And I would like turn my back to her and just sip my margarita and pretend I couldn't hear her. <laughs> At number four is travel pillows. People haul them around. They hook them to their uh, carry-on. They set it on the floor of the airport, Ew. which is disgusting. Somebody changed their baby right there. <laughs> You got kid dumps on your neck pillow. At number three, travel-sized toiletries. Okay, we yeah. all think we need them. You load up at shoppers before you go. They're overpriced. You they have, have seven, them. Yeah, they have everything. Most hotels, you're covered. Or you just use the bar of soap that's in there and go to town. I actually stopped packing my good face wash because I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, just use just tequila. Use soap. At number two, a first aid kit. Probably a good thing to still pack if you know how to use most things in it. Okay, I don't know if it's because I just have zero motherly instincts, but I didn't even think to pack anything for... Like a Band-Aid? Injuries. Yeah, see, that's kind of dumb. At number one for the top seven things you pack and never use on vacation, uncomfy shoes. It's the landslide, the number one answer online. That extra pair that you're like, oh, maybe if I'm feeling fancy. I'll wear these. No, like even with the fanciest dress, if I'm on vacation, flip-flops. Yeah. 1K Wordplay. Brought to you by Out of Bounds Restaurant. Are you feeling rusty this morning, Ryder? Or are you in the zone to give away a grand? I'd love to start this week with a thousand bucks. Me too. So we have Shalane on the phone. Caller 7, ready to win some money, correct? Oh, you bet. Sounds like we're all on the the same page then. Let's do this. So you're going to choose either Lisa or myself who will leave the room and not be able to hear anything. That's your teammate. 
Uh, we'll ask you for, or we'll give you five words. You tell us the first word that comes to mind for each before we invite your teammate back in. They'll do that exact same thing. For every word that matches, it's 25 bucks. Hit them all, and it's 1000 Shalane, who's your teammate this morning? You, Lisa. <gasps> okay. <laughs> she is out of here. And I will start the timer after I give you the first word, okay? Okay. And the first word is... Web. Spider. Basket. Ball. Flip. Phone. Nervous. Scared. And lemon. Please. All right. Good answers. Or sour. We'll see what she picks. No. We might have done that one recently, actually, now that you say that. But don't say what? anything now. Lisa's back. What? Well, I okay. just may have used a word that we've used recently. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, that'll happen. <sighs> All right. She did very good. Yeah? Yeah, don't screw this up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the first word that comes to mind when I say web? Spider. Basket. Ball. 50 bucks. Let's make it 75. Flip. Side. Uh, flip the flip side. No. What? That's a good answer. That is a good answer. I said answer. flip phone. Oh, flip phone. Yeah. Flip Old side. School. Like, what is it? Do you mean far side? No, on the flip side. Oh, That's catch on the flip side. Yeah, in 1986, that oh. would have been a great answer. <laughs> Oh, okay. no. Next oh. up. Pancakes. Yeah. Another good one. Burger. Oh, what was I thinking? The old wow, burger flip. Uh, He's on vacation mode. Today. Yeah, it's I guess. <laughs> it's, it's a rusty day, but it's okay. We've got 50 bucks. Let's make it 75. Nervous. Sweating. Oh. Oh, what is it? Scared. Okay, one more word. We can try to get to 75. Come on. Let's do it, Lisa. Lemon. Squeeze. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> 75 bucks, Shalane. That was the one. Did we do lemon recently? Probably. I don't know. So I just feel like. I think... It's a common word. Every time I'm writing up my words, I want to say the same word every day. It's <laughs> yeah. so hard. One of the biggest stars from the 90s, comedy legend Adam Sandler was uh, recently asked about rom-coms. And if there's any chance that some of the amazing connections he's had over the years on screen mm -hmm. with dif different other comedy legends, uh, whatever happened again. So it was specifically Jennifer Aniston and Drew Barrymore that were brought up. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this was his answer. We all would love that. We all would. I, lo I love Drew, of course. She's a great person and she's doing so well. And I know Aniston loves it too. So of course, someday that I hope I hope that we find something cool. That, that would be an amazing time on the set. So there's talk that there's they talk. would join forces and all do a rom com together. Oh, all three of them. Yeah, I just don't know why you wouldn't get rid of Adam though. <laughs> just have the two uh, smoke shows. <laughs> Drew Barrymore and Jennifer Aniston rom com. Um, somebody <laughs> broke it down perfectly. Adam Sandler's life. He's really figured out how to live the best life. He wears what he wants, which is usually like basketball shorts and yeah. oversized hoodie. 
he gets to just hang out with his best friends, write really lame but also hilarious movies, and they get to hire the hottest women in Hollywood to make out with in half the scenes. Like, he has just figured it out. Of course, he's happily married. His wife is fantastic. She's in that latest Netflix movie with him. Yeah. In fact, his whole family has been cast in it, his daughters as well, and it's super good. But he's just really figured it out. Well, and 90% of his movies are also filmed, like, with a beach involved. So that's where the cast is all going to hang out. And all of his friends get, they know they're getting a spot in the movie. Yeah. Oh, and they all get paid millions to do it. Sometimes you get asked to tip at a place you've never been asked to tip before, and it feels pretty strange. Yeah. Have we gotten to the point where it's an AI asking for a tip, like a robot? Because I could see that happening. Yeah, It's good only point. a matter of time before <laughs> a robot brings you your all-day breakfast, and it's like, let's go. Hello. <laughs> we don't work for free, <laughs> which they kind of do. Remember for a stretch there, I was like, oh, the coffee shop nearby, they do this thing where they hand you the machine out the window and they're like, sorry, you're going to have to hit the button before you uh, tap your card. And it's a tip. Yeah. You have to go through that first. They got rid of it. So I bet enough people complained. When my only option on the tip thing is like $1, $2, $5. What What do you think? I'm tipping 33% now on coffee? Hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's... they got rid of it, though. You know, when you like are waiting for your coffee, and you have that awkward conversation with the person while your coffee's brewing. Like, I feel like there's a lot of places where they're forced. They have a gun against their back and they're told, like, you have to ask them what they're doing today. Sure. Which we don't want that conversation. I haven't had my coffee yet. But one time I was talking to a girl at the window and she, I was just asking, like, do you have like cranky people in the morning? She's like, there's a guy that calls any time that we're not open immediately. At the minute that we're supposed to be open, he calls like head office. And I'm like, that's the guy that got rid of the tip option. That's the, <laughs> so as much need, as they suck. You're like, that's an unsung hero for the rest of us. <laughs> we need the we need we a need few of those guy. people in the mix. All right. <laughs> the fallout continues after a high school teacher uh, in Montreal was selling his students work online. Have you heard about this story? No. Uh, without their consent, he had a bunch of them posted nearly 3000 photos uh, ranging from prices $40 to 140 online. The thing with art is you never really know what's going to take off, what mm. somebody's going to like look at and love and be willing to pay a big amount of money for. People have different tastes. 100%. And like I looked at some of these, some pretty nice ones. Is this high school students or are we talking like elementary, like they're drawing like the sun in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> He's considered a high school art teacher, so I would assume it's high school kids. You Just never know. making bank off of these kids' homework assignments. Now their parents are suing this teacher and actually asking for a lot of money. Don't underestimate a junior high, high school student's ability to scour the internet. Like, they're going to find these things yeah, online. They're probably there. Count, not counterfeiting. What it's, what's it called when you just steal the work off the internet? Well, I used to do it all the time, so I should know this word. Yes. What's that word? <laughs> the text line will help us out on this one. It's when you... funny when we both get lost on the same word. It's embarrassing. Yeah. What is it? It's when you... Plagiarize. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Vanessa. The, the kids would have been on there plagiarizing when they found their artwork. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. I recognize that. Do you ever write down something in your notes section and then you just have no idea what it means? Let's go into my notes section right now and see if anything I've written in there makes sense. <laughs> Remember when I wrote down something, but it was like in my dream? 
Do you remember that? Yeah, I do that once in a while, too. I'll get up and I'll be like, oh, I got to remember this. Write it down. And the next day I look at it and I was like, well, this makes absolutely no sense. I wonder if that's frustrating for filmmakers because they probably have these like wild dreams. Mm -hmm. They come up with a concept. They wake up in the night. They write it down. And then the next morning they're like, I don't know. Actually, I feel like some of them still went through, made the script and made the movie. You want to know a prime example of that? The latest Marvel movie, Madam Web, apparently is the worst movie yeah. ever made. So to that, the point where it's like enjoyable to watch because it's so bad. That came from a lot of note sections where they just didn't know what the they actually meant. What they did is they took a bunch of different notes and they just put them all together. And that's how they wrote the script. <laughs> exactly. The Ryder and Lisa podcast. Brought to you by Yeg Property Pros. Powered by Real Broker. Get a realtor who knows. Call the pros. Play 107.